Welcome to Career View. This is the podcast where we ask questions students want to know when it comes to pursuing a career path. I'm your host, Nirudrit Sharmal, and each episode I will ask questions on behalf of students across the country from secondary schools and universities what they want to know when it comes to pursuing their dream job. For today's episode, we'll be asking our top questions that have been submitted by students on our CareerView website who are interested in the field of engineering. Now, to answer these questions, I'm joined by 27-year-old process engineer Yused Rana, who completed his Masters of Chemical Engineering and currently works for one of Australia's largest independent oil and gas company. From a very young age, Yused knew he wanted to become an engineer and has had some very strong influences throughout his journey. So... Let's hear from him. And we're back. Well, you said it is great to have you here. Um, how's everything going? It's great to be here. I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling good now. I had a very long day at work, um, but no, it feels good to be good to be around you. Oh, it's great pleasure. <laughs> it's really great to have you here. And, you know, before we jump into our 10 questions asked by students, first question I actually want to know from yourself is what does a chemical engineer do? Um, and what does a normal day look like for yourself? Hmm. So it, within within a big organisation in which I work, there's different parts. So there's operations, there's projects, and there's development. So at, at the moment, I'm in a projects division, which we're looking to deliver a project that will come online in, say, five years' time. So I'm really building the sort of um, the strategies and how we're going to actually operate our facilities so um, at the moment, for example, my biggest focus for this week is to work on a startup strategy. So how are we actually going to start up this um, facility when it comes online? Whereas last year when I was actually working on a facility at a gas plant, it was day-to-day actually making sure that our equipment was performing to its maximum capacity. We were delivering the, the right performance and running, running our facilities most efficiently. So it depends in which kind of which part of the business you're in, but at the moment it's sort of looking long term and building the strategies and building the plans in how we're going to operate. Uh, there's a lot mm. of different elements. I'm sure you'd look mm. into your job mm. on a day to day basis. Now, very mm. interesting. So, I guess jumping into our questions that we have for you today, mm. as a chemical engineer mm. uh, asked by students, the first question that we have for you, mm. um, you said, is why did you consider this field of engineering? and not others. Mm. Uh, To be completely honest with you, I think there's a bit of bias that played into my decision as well. So my um, father has a chemical engineering diploma. So from a young age, I always thought that that is, you know, the, it's a a respectable career because I saw, I saw my father getting a lot of respect for his career. He had a lot of success. We traveled around the world um, we went to, we, we were looked after. So I thought that was a respectful career. So I can remember from the age of when I was in year three, um, my teacher was a chemical engineer, had, had studied to become a chemical engineer. And I used to talk to him about becoming a chemical engineer. So I almost thought it was a little bit predetermined for me, um, to be completely honest. But I found, I found myself um, just understanding through through um, school, understanding chemistry a lot more than I understood other subjects. It was always my strongest um, subject at school. So 
I think that, so it was, it was the bias and it's also just me following my strengths, um, to be honest, that made, that took me down the chemical engineering path. I can certainly understand at that age, you're very inclined to follow your strengths and what you're good at. But you mentioned about your father being an incredible influence and seeing how he could support the family. Now, despite this being a very strong influence, a very positive influence, did you consider any other career path that could also maybe provide the same support for your family or your future family? Um, it was, to be honest, with throughout school, it was always chemical engineering. I'd never actually thought of any other career path. Um, and I, I don't regret that at, at one point because I really enjoyed it. Um, I've reflected on it a fair bit in the past sort of couple of years where I was talking about this with you before where when I think about it from like a sort of um, philosophical standpoint, it's just how my mind sort of understood the world. It, it, ma it made sense. Chemistry made sense. Maths made sense to me. Logic made sense to me. And in chemistry, I was able to sort of um, understand these chemical concepts and actually see them play out in front of me in, say, lab experiments. So you'd, you'd, you'd write a formula down, you'd, pr you'd predict what would happen, say, in a titration. You'd predict that it would take this much volume of acid to make the base change colour and it happened right in front of you. And that almost felt like magic to me. So I, I really just enjoyed enjoyed that aspect of it of just seeing life sort of play out in front of you and being able to explain what was happening in Re the real world really yeah. interesting there you said mm. so uh, i mean did you ever get a chance to see some of the other fields of engineering such as mechanical civil electrical did any of them capture your attention like chemical engineering did yeah 100 percent. so through uni um a lot of the listeners you'll go through some general engineering classes as well if you choose to do engineering and you touch on all different disciplines so mechanical civil electrical chemical and for me chemical engineering was always just my strong point um and the one that i understood electrical is still like a dark art for me i just don't understand how electrons <laughs> register it yeah, yeah just didn't didn't register it register it um civil and mechanical didn't really find them as interesting as chemical mm. engineering. So, no, fair enough. Mm. You said. And next question that we have for yourself is, what is your favorite thing about your profession? I think it's 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 not one thing that I enjoy. It's it's multiple things working at once. So, it, for me to actually enjoy a day at work, I have to be able to be interested in enjoying the problem that I'm working on that day. Um, also be enjoying the people that I'm surrounding with because in the workplace you never really deliver anything in isolation really you've got to learn to work with others you use other people's expertise you you problem solve with other people and then there's also has to be sort of like a common purpose that you're working towards so I, I always find that as long as those three are covered um, I'm enjoying work and that's yeah I'm in my in a good zone at work so, so you yeah, so you really value a lot of teamwork and that collaborative nature and yeah. everyone working towards a common goal and purpose. Yeah. And you've been getting that throughout your workplace experience so far? Um, there's times where one one thing might lack out of those three things. So you, you may end up in a team that you're not necessarily gelling with and that might hamper your work or you won't be able to deliver as much as you're, as you're wanting to. 
Um, and then there's sometimes the problems that you get at your desk might not be the ones that you want to work on. So um, it's not all the time, but um, most of the time I find myself in that space. Yeah. Um, you said the next question that we have for you is aside from engineering, if you had to have a backup plan, what would that be and what would that look like for yourself? Oh, I, I haven't really – I think that would take me like a three-month vacation in Europe to <laughs> fully understand what else I would do apart from engineering. I, I just really – my mind has always been um, – it understands logic and it wants to use logic to solve problems and and – it, it might not just – so within engineering, you can use engineering to go down many different career paths like like you have as well. Um, and an example of that is in my last year of university when I knew I was coming into the energy industry, I actually did my thesis in biomedical engineering. So in with biomedical engineering – Which I was, is actually outside the scope of what, chemical in some regards or is it still within yeah, – Yeah. Yeah, so it's really just using engineering – um, mm. engineering skills and engineering concepts in the medical field and it's a very sort of new new field and mm. there's a lot of um, lot of groundbreaking stuff happening in there at the moment. So I really enjoyed doing my thesis in biomedical engineering because it, it really showed me how engineering concepts can be applied to many different industries. And I'll give you the example. What I was working on was modelling blood flow through the arteries in your brain. And I was I, I was pretty much building the canvas of how to be able to do that. So not many people had done that before, um, but I was able to use everything that I had learned at uni. Plus, I also gained a lot of computer coding software skills in do, in in doing that thesis, and was actually able to model blood flow wow. through actual people's brains. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Mm. So it just gave you a really strong foundation yeah. to apply a lot of different principles 100%. And, and, and also introduce new concepts for yourself to yeah. explore as a thesis for you. Yeah. How did you find that whole experience? I just fully immersed myself into it. I came in, I so what the modelling that we were doing was computational fluid dynamics. I had not touched that at all in my five years of uni preceding that. Um, I came in, I just started from scratch, did not know about anything about the human anatomy or, or the brain. Um, but, you know, just the general nature of problem solving skills that engineering gives you, I was able to build CFD models and actually build that first recipe of how to, how to model blood flow in your cerebral arteries and ended up getting a paper published in a medical journal at the end of the year for that. So, that that was an awesome experience, but it also really showed me what what is achievable by just you know stripping down to the fundamentals and just going into something new and just applying that in in a new space and absolutely inspiring. Yeah. You said no seriously to understand how you can take your degree and explore other domains altogether and actually get something published as well <laughs> in the outcome of it is actually incredible. Uh, you said the next question that we have for you is what is the study like in university? What was your pathway and how did you find the whole experience? Yeah, so in terms of pathway, it's just, you know, you do your normal maths, physics, chemistry at, at school and then you, you come through your bachelor's of engineering. So I did mine at UWA. 
um, at the time UWA had a three-year bachelor course and a two-year master's course that you have to do. Um, and you start off by just doing general engineering units um, for the first two years. And then after that, you can specialize in whatever discipline you choose to after experiencing those different disciplines. So um, through that, I was always predetermined to do chemical engineering. I chose chemical engineering and then I did my master's. And in the master's, um, you end up specializing a lot more um, in in that discipline. Um, and it can also depend where you do your degree as to what industry they tailor your program to as well. So being in WA, being in a resources rich um, state, our classes were mainly tailored to say mining, oil and gas and renewables. Um, whereas over East um, universities in New South Wales yeah. or Melbourne, mm. they've tailored a lot of their um, programs to pharmaceuticals, um, biomedical applications. Okay, and then with your pathway that you went through, how did you find the whole workload? How did you find the study, the whole exams, everything that comes with being a student in university? Mm, it was it was tough. It was really, really tough. Um, it was a lot of long hours. Um, I sort of didn't really find um, – I, I had the same sort of workload throughout the end of bachelor's to master's. The first couple of years of bachelor's isn't too bad. Um, you can manage your workload pretty much similar to sort of school hours. Um, but then after that, I saw the hours really pick up. But if I was to if I was to go back and change one thing about how long I worked or how much effort I put in, I'd I'd get into some using some different productivity methods. If if that's one piece of advice that I would give, is I look back at the way that I would study for exams and the way that I would go about day-to-day study. There's so mu- there's so many resources out there on YouTube, on online. You can Google different productivity methods of um, studying and creating workflows of like when to, when to study one thing and high energy, low energy work, the GTD workflow. Um, so I'd really encourage people to sort of Try to try to be efficient with their work, um, and not to. I don't think you need the long hours that I did um, to work. I don't know really good advice there because um, there are a lot of lot of hours that are required and a lot of dedication to, required to the study that comes with chemical engineering or pursuing engineering as a as a career path and knowing how to maximize that time is what you're saying and being productive mm-hmm. because you know wasted energy is not good energy to say the least right 100% so you said the next question that we have for you is within your current employment and within your you know previous employment and opportunities of work do you have opportunities or did you have opportunities to travel as a chemical engineer? Yeah. So for me, I've mainly um, working in the energy industry. I've traveled up north um, to work at a gas plant and I actually lived there for a year. So I lived in um, rural northwest WA for a year working at a gas plant. Um, my colleagues have had many opportunities to travel overseas as well. So I've got a colleague who's working in London at a engineering firm that we are using as a contractor for one of our projects and another colleague has also worked in The Hague in the Netherlands and another colleague is actually flying out to Kuala Lumpur as well so we have we have a lot of contractors that do 
work, deliver work for us. And um, we would sort of go and manage that, manage that contractor scope. Really a lot of opportunities to travel all over the world and yeah. all over the globe and even regionally as well. Yeah, yeah. So that exposure to different areas of the business through travel is possible within your work, which is good to know. Next question that we have for you, you said is, how many hours a week do you work? And probably a follow-on from that, do you have a good work-life balance in terms of what you do on a day-to-day basis? I'd say, so minimum is the 40 hours a week, so seven to four, Monday to Friday. Um, I find myself working a little bit longer than that, so maybe even pushing up to 50, um, sometimes even 55. Um, It just really depends on what I'm working on at the time. So if I find myself in a space where I'm doing stuff that's what I'm comfortable with, um, I'll be able to manage that. But there's times where I need to, if there's something new that comes to my desk, um, I want to sit there and understand understand that a little bit more and spend some, some more hours um, absorbing myself in it. So those times I find myself um, working longer hours or when there's just a large volume of work. And, and I find work-life balance is just a sort of ebb and flow. There's, there's times where um, I'll be working harder than average and that's something that I just accept as this will only you know be short term Um, and then there's times where I'm just working you know normal working hours and enjoying my CrossFit outside of uh, outside of work and social life outside of work so it it really just depends on what's going on depends on the nature of work what you do but more or less you have the time to do other activities outside of work and in your social activities which is really important and and yeah 100 percent. it's very important for your mental health for your performance at work as well so if you're working longer hours then i i personally believe that that's not um something that will keep you in a good mental state for delivering good work and also working with other people um you might not be presenting your best self forward um, when you're tired or when you're not, you know, stressed or anxious, it's... Absolutely. And that balance is so important and really interesting insights there, you said. Uh, next question that we have is, what is the salary range uh, when starting out as a chemical engineer, as a graduate, and really how far can it go and what, what can it progress to it later in your career? Mm, so, uh, it, it again, it depends what industry or what type of service your company is providing so in terms of industry um energy and oil and gas seems to pay the most or a lot and then mining is comparable to that as well um so as a graduate starting off in one of these operators you're looking at roughly about 90 to a hundred thousand dollars a year um, but then if you're working at a contractor firm, so a company that's providing engineering services to an operator, you're looking at, uh, from, from what I've heard, around sixty to $80,000 um, a year starting off. And at an operator, you can, you can really go up um, to $300,000. Wow. Um, that is both within the technical um, discipline, but also if you want to go into your management positions as well, you'll find that salary. But in your field and in your industry and your kind of situation for work, over time that 300K is, is something that can be achieved. How long does it take from when you start as a graduate to get to there? Is that a 10-year journey? Is that a five-year journey? Typically in your industry, what does that look like? Mm. 
it, it depends on your performance. So, so my workplace is set up um, with sort of a performance like rewarding system. So you, your career, um, la- you progress on your career ladder at the, the better you perform. Um, so if you perform well one year, you'll get promoted and you'll get paid more. Um, and within, within your promotion levels, you also have performance bands. So if you're sitting in the top performance band, you're getting paid more than what another person is getting paid in that same band, uh, in that same job level band. So it, it really just depends on your performance. Um, but over time, you'll sort of, through your experience, you will get better at your job and you'll end up increasing your salary. But some people's salaries increase faster than others because they perform Better it's, it's simple as that, right? If you're performing better and adding more value to the organisation you're with, I'm sure you get compensated for that. But overall, chemical engineering, and I think this comes back to what you said with observing your, your father and providing for the family and, and, and providing the security, this comes with the role of chemical engineering. It's, it's quite a well-paying job in industry and especially your industry in energy and, and oil and gas. Yeah, 100%. Um, finances shouldn't really be a worry. Really good to know uh, for our listeners out there who are interested in this field. Um, you said the next question that we have for you is is actually a quite a personal one. And the question is, what keeps you motivated on the job? You know, what keeps you really driven and wanting to do more within your career and, and pushing forward to a better performance each day? I think, so there's, there's a sort of selfish aspect to it where I really value personal development. So I really want to push myself to the limits to be a better um, person, understand a lot more things in the world. So when I look back at myself, even a year ago, I've changed a lot. I've learned, I've experienced so many things in the workplace. And yeah, I've just got this wealth of knowledge that I've gained from that. Um, So selfishly, it's about being better every single day that keeps me motivated. But the other aspect is um, the people around me as well. Um, I get motivated by being in a team, delivering something together and not letting other people down, working well together, um, just having that good team environment. I appreciate your honesty on that question because um, it, it is a personal one in terms of your motivation and what really keeps you driven. And, and it's hard to answer sometimes. Not many people think about this as well, but to know that you're very uh, in tune with your own personal development that extends beyond just what you do on a daily basis with your career is quite actually fascinating. Last question that we have for yourself. Is there a long-term goal? Is there something that you envision in the future that you want to be or what you want to do in, let's say, five to ten years' time? Yeah, that that's a that's a tough one to answer because there's so much that can change in even a year or two years time. So even you know, looking back at my final year of uni, I would have never thought that I went and did a biomedical engineering thesis. Um, last year, I spent on site working on site in production, which really changed my mindset about production engineering itself. Um, I thought that was going to be my career for the next three to five years um, and I found out that, you know, that's that's not really for me. Um, so looking that far ahead, it's hard for me to pin down where I want to be. Um, but in terms of two to three years down the line, um, I definitely want to, um, you know, 
del- so I'm, I'm working on a long-term project at the moment, um, delivering that to completion and starting up that facility is something that I'm really motivated to be a part of. Um, and then longer term, I guess, you know, having gone through that ex- experience and gaining that experience, I'd, I'd like to, you know, lead teams and work with people to deliver other big projects um, that have meaningful impact in, in the world. The fact that you, it's really hard to say what you would do in five to ten years' time because it just changes so much, you know. And your experiences to date have shown you that you could be doing anything at any given time within your career, and it's all been good. It's all been interesting. It's all been an experience. So we really look forward to more things to come from yourself, and obviously, as you said, to lead people and to manage teams. Well, no doubt we'll see that in the future for yourself, you said. So uh, that wraps up all our questions that we had for you today. Uh, you said thank you so much for your time. Uh, for thank our, you. No, for our listeners who have more questions for you, said that did not feature on our list today and would like to connect with them, just visit our website, careerview.com.au. This is where you'll find you said's profile and you can email him with more questions. And with every episode, please don't forget to submit your questions to the young professionals uh, who've actually been there and done that and can share their experiences with you. You said, once again, absolute pleasure. Before we let you go, just any final words of advice you could give to any student right now that is considering the profession of becoming a chemical engineer like yourself? Mm, so what I would say to myself if I would you know, be speaking to the high school version of myself is to, even though I had that predetermined you know, bias from my father to become a chemical engineer, um, I'd say just be a bit more open and flexible to trying, you know, different things. Um, so biomedical engineering, renewable energy, there's there's many different other industries that um, your skills could be applied to as well. So dabbling in those, um, I would definitely, that would be the advice that I would give. Um, Excellent. You said thank you for your time.